consider yourself under my protection. Big man in a suit of armor. Take that off, what are you? What's but a smile on that face? I'm touching myself. How could a woman possibly fight you? There are two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger. Ah, 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 ah. Ah. Network. What's up, guys, and welcome to the DC vs. Marvel podcast, where we talk about the latest DC and Marvel movie news. My name is Urz, and I'm your regular DC fanboy, and once again in the red corner, representing my... Uh, representing my my, pre- my previous fandom from back in the day, which, and the world which now crashed and burned, ah. is, is Ed's uh, I, representing uh, representing Marvel. Yeah, I decided to give them their dues this week. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. That's it. It's a, it's one week only, right? There you one, go. One, one week. The Batman only. T-shirt comes out. The <laughs> Batman T-shirt, and and I'm not because I'm freezing my ass off basically. So I, I've got multiple layers on, man. So yeah, um, that is way too cold. Way too cold, man. So yeah, um, so guys, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, man. Uh, we got the boys, Superman and Lois. Uh, obviously, a review of the Batman, the Batman. Uh, as well, non-spoiler and spoiler. Um, Alien, uh, Craven the Hunter, uh, and uh, some Batgirl stuff there as well, man. So, um, guys, yeah, and some of your questions there as well, which uh, which we will which we will answer there today as well. Because I will, <laughs> you know, we start I, with I, questions? I've got to make sure because we always forget I when we leave it to the end. Yes, I think we'll do it halfway through because one of the questions is rate your favorite Batman, right? So I think we should yeah. do that after the Batman review, right? Okay. So we'll we'll do we'll do that after the review. So um first thing we'll get into is uh a graphic novelly comic book kind of thing. Uh the boys Anthology. uh diabolical. Anthology. Uh, Yes, so uh, the the boys diabolical for those of you who haven't seen it is a number of um, kind of like fifteen minute or so uh, episodes, uh, which basically have different animation styles each time, and they're all kind of tackling a different storyline within the um, uh, within the universe of the boys. Um, and if you if you know for anybody who hasn't seen the boys, definitely go and see it. But um, but yeah, the, uh, if you know the boys, there it is it's crude. It is like it is oh, yeah. it is very much very much kind of to the mark, basically. So obviously, this kind of follows that kind of thing. Um, and there is a little bit of concern sometimes when you're watching a lot of these um, programs there nowadays that because of the absolute success of Invincible, are a lot of these kind of you know. Um, animated series that are coming out are they trying to you know compete with that and do they you know can they get you know near it or whatever um but this has gone a different tack it's not serial it's literally just you know little yeah. stories there here and there so what did you what did you think of the boys diabolical overall i enjoyed it i actually liked it i was surprised i was i was preparing myself to really kind of kind of like with the star wars visions you know mm-hmm. some were real hit and miss i'm really swung and was like oh this is horrible with this for the most part i enjoyed like 90 percent of them yeah i mean do you think they i I think they should have bookended it because the problem is right is that people got short attention spans there nowadays Mm. um uh, which i'll say a little bit about in a moment because i've seen some reviews of the godfather which 
I, I, think, I think we just quickly quickly talk about which is relevant to the Batman. But um, but I think they should have bookended it with basically having like a real banger to start off mm. um, off it, and then obviously ending up on a on a good one there as well. Because the first episode that I saw, I was like, oh my god, this is like. It's like Tom and Jerry from like back in the yeah, day kind the, of the, thing, right? The, the baby um, one. But I didn't mind it. I kind of, I, I had fun with it, man. I kind of like the what it was trying to do. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it and I was like, oh god, just I, I oh, hope the rest on, of this is man. not like this. <laughs> no, I couldn't. Man. I was watching it thinking, oh man, please just, just show me something else. I can't watch this anymore. Um, but then. Um, but then obviously there were different different episodes there as well. Yeah. So some of them had like an anime kind of style. Um, uh, we had we had one where this where this this tumor basically comes to comes to life. Oh, that one was nuts. <laughs> the old lady, the old couple, the yeah. Old, um, and basically just with compound V is just is just uh, completely crazy. We have another v, one. That one of the one of the episodes which I found hilarious was basically like the superheroes who have the shitty powers basically that end yes. up deciding <laughs> that once they find out that compound V was it existed <laughs> and that their parents uh, chose for them to become what they've become that they decided yeah let's just go and kill our parents to get revenge yeah that was funny <laughs> yeah because because the thing is like obviously this you know this stuff is not really like tested and stuff they can't really say that it's been tested so there's going to be some you know some really. people who end up with messed up powers Ooh, and some of these powers is hilarious man it's like uh, there's a tragic ghost one who basically she couldn't touch yeah. anyone or anything and eat anything even though she still gets hunger right oh. um and um, uh, and this is one who's just a giant, but the the best one was the one who just turned into water. Yeah, <laughs> Mexican guy. Like, literally turns into water, <laughs> but that is it. Like, but luckily for nothing. him, his parents happened to be having sex in the hot tub at the time, so he could drown him. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So basically, he he basically yeah. I think they got electrocuted or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, the, one of the other one of the other characters like electrocuted them and stuff. But the standout character in that was the slow mo kid, <laughs> the opposite of the. <laughs> the dad just let him do it. He just didn't even fight. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, the dad was like the dad was kind of like encouraging him. Yeah. Like, so that was so so funny so that that was a that i thought was a good episode um also that that episode oh when that girl literally she can only she can control she can control shit basically right? that That's was the one i didn't like that was the that one was where like... i was like nah that was the aquafina one that she wrote as well <laughs> It was just like, was like it was. What it was <laughs> exactly. It's like, what am I watching? Like, literally, what am I watching, man? Because yeah, it was. It was so so bizarre. And then obviously they had the um had the other ones there as well with the the tragic Homelander, where basically yeah. just like getting stuff wrong. Um, his day, his year one sort of story. Yeah. So you know, but he uh, kind of gave this... away a little. Not did not fully, but gave a little bit mm. away about um. Black Noir. Black Noir. Yeah. About yeah. his purpose. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that's the thing, man. So obviously, you know, from, from the coin books, like we know, we know the, the sequence of what is going on, but basically like it hasn't shown it in the show, yeah. but it's kind of like, yeah, okay. Now, you know, if this is, if this is canon, 
to that there basically then they you know then they kind of know no, it's uh, you know it's associated, and it it was interesting because they showed pretty much all the characters had um, you know had some degree of problem, right? So like Queen Maeve was like taking drugs and stuff just to appear just on screen oh, and stuff. Oh yeah, that um, one with the drug dealer. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was mad. That was mad, and that guy just kept flying and flying and faster, faster and faster. And faster. And he just punch through the poor guy's chest and into the wall. Oh. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. So uh, he appeared, I think that guy, he, that metal guy, he appeared in like a, a previous episode there as well um, where they were just like, um, I think it was just like, you know, uh, you know, some of the, some, uh, some of the characters were just kind of, uh, you know, fighting against each other and just, you know, he's like the big bad guy or whatever. I think the weakest episode was probably the divorce one, I think um that one i watched i was like okay yeah you know the slowest you know but i felt sorry for the villain man uh, helping out this little (laughs) girl basically gets himself crippled just gets battered yeah just gets battered on it uh you know just just for helping out because poor guy just got (laughs) hammers i know and that isn't the comic book that's the classic man so literally there is a dude literally just with hammers for hands but they um it's interesting because there's so many like um i think it's also a tester there as well that they can see kind of what people like and what characters people like and think okay let's introduce this guy or or you know get rid of this person or or whatever um uh, yeah so, so so overall yeah i've got to say some some all right some not all right some random but yeah overall kind of worth watching i think um, I they're it. not long it's just the aquafina one bff sefs i think that one was cool that's the one that was like oh no i didn't like the animation star i didn't like the fact that the power was just controlling shit <laughs> Duh. Duh. No, no, no. exactly exactly and um but it did have one of the funniest characters in there who is um what's it called the the, the uh, aquaman copy i can't remember what his name is um what's the aquaman copy oh, guy? Um, uh, the uh, um, the deep the deep yeah, yeah. the deep who's like literally like the worst hero <laughs> in this whole thing man like you know they and they literally still made him out to be like the worst as well which is which is a classic man so yeah um hopefully they come up with the with another series there as well you know broaden up on some of these characters there as well will be interesting but um it's apparently anthony Starr has been uh had a suspended sentence for one year um because he assaulted somebody down in, down, down in australia or something wasn't it spain um was it spain was it is it where they're filming sorry yeah, where, he's australian it's not, sorry yeah it's the, not for the, the wasn't for the boys it was for a film he was doing i think i believe okay and got into a fight is he uh, is he one of these people that if you see in a film now, you're just going to be like, oh, Homeland. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what's happened. And then, yeah, they put, poof, poof. some people probably took his character a little too seriously when they approached him. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I hate you. And it's like I, I saw on um, on on Amazon Prime Video. Like sometimes it comes up with these little trailers, just auto play. And there was there was one with, there was one with uh, what's his name uh, Barry from the Flash series, right? And I'm thinking, dude, that's the dude from the Flash, man. It's like I feel sorry for him because he, he's probably like he's, this is a serious role. It's not comedy or anything. He's like you know acting in a serious role, and he's probably thinking, yes, I'm gonna start breaking. Through. 
Man, but maybe associated to this terrible TV show. It would be it would be too bad if it was great. Like I'm sure the dude that plays um Walter White in Breaking Bad doesn't mind being a son because it's a prestige show. Mm. But the Flash, yeah, and he's just going to be known as Barry for the literally the rest yeah. of his life. Like that is a thing, man. So yeah, that uh yeah that was that was a weird kind of thing there basically. So um let's move on to some DC stuff. Did you see Superman and Lois? This I year? did. This, this, yeah, this week, right, this week, right before we started recording. <laughs> that exactly the same. Exactly the same. So I was like, um, I, I was looking up the comic book news, right? And I was like, it said, oh, um, spoilers for episode six. And I was like, episode six? I was like, oh, yeah, crap. I better go oh, quickly oh, go watch it. Watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, episode six, so it's interesting, right? Because basically, this is literally a there is literally a bizarro world where um where bizarro is kind of he kind of is like superman but he's more like a a pariah kind of thing he's like hated um and you know he lives in this really run down kind of farm and stuff like that um i I get the sense that it wasn't always that way could be wrong mm. but when he looked back at it before he flew away at the end to tunnel through the earth to get you know into this earth it looked like he was looking back you know longingly that there maybe something happened maybe mm. he had his own family and whatever this chick's doing to combine these worlds is killing it so yeah we'll it kind of looks like a yeah like a post-apocalyptic mm. kind of thing we see superwoman basically in, in this step as well which lana. is interesting yeah, um yeah. so yeah lana is uh lana is superwoman um which yeah is is kind of interesting because there's different types of superwoman there as well which is you know from from different arts but yeah this is the this is the lana one which is interesting um and obviously then we see the um the cult leader but she looks like she's the president i think it looked like the office of the president or something yeah because so he, he had to fight his way through the soldiers in that government installation there to get to her so yeah it looks like she's high level so he looks it's interesting because did he see like he he breathed in kryptonite right yeah. he had a so that's yeah. like ultraman right that's like ultraman who breathes mm. who basically breathes in kryptonite and then later on he says oh the yellow sun weakens me i was thinking this is ultraman right this is more like mm. ultraman and then you see superwoman as well and i'm thinking okay wait a second is this like ultraman rather than bizarro um because uh, we this is to, like are we led to believe that those soldiers as well were superpowered juiced up because they were doing damage to him they were hurting yeah. him they were like that, or that him and thing was weakening him or something either one or the other but yeah they were doing damage to him yeah and i don't know whether it was because everything was red there right like literally like it was like red in color so obviously they don't have a yellow sun or, or whatever over there um but you know they do they do i guess have like uh you know some um something that powers him which looks like that but I don't know, maybe he only had a small amount left and he went underneath and he was fighting these people, but... He did say the yellow, like like where he's been trapped in um, Fortune mm. Solitude, it's the yellow, the lights of the yellow yeah. sun. And when he did that inhaler, that smoke was yellow. So it may have been that he was weakening himself. Like, for what, I don't know, what, I guess what, what purpose? Nation, but... What purpose, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, and then he obviously... 
because he obviously went and he fought through them and then you know defeated Superwoman and stuff. It's weird because he kind of like he suddenly got strong. Yeah, like he was he weak fa- and then he suddenly, suddenly got, got fast and strong again. It's, uh... I don't get it. Like maybe I, I think maybe with this, I think what they're trying to show is is that in the other world, in this in Superman's world, you basically got the military and they're working with somebody and it looks like. They're working with that cult leader now, right? And the whole point is that in in our world, like Superman is the one who basically like saves people and stuff like that. When he, he went to Russia this time, which I don't know how that's gonna play yeah. well. I don't know, I don't know how, how that's gonna play well at the moment, but he kind of went to Russia yeah. and saved some people. Um and <laughs> basically like um sanctions don't apply to Superman. <laughs> Well, even even though this has got nothing to do with the Russian people, and Russian people are of course you know, safe, you know what I mean. But basically, like, um, yeah, he 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 goes over there, and then he's kind of got the he doesn't give a crap what the American military kind of do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they've got these kind of um, you know they've got these like superhuman team that they've kind of you know that got killed by Bizarro, I guess. So in the other world, it looks like the military and the cult leader are the top people and like he's like a pariah kind of thing Mm. um so it looks like what would happen if the military and those super people were just able to just run everything kind of thing um so yeah i mean we we go through a few drama things there as well it's just kind of like okay I, i don't i still don't get it why we're going through this thing like um the fraternals get it yeah (laughs) i I don't i don't get it why like why are they still going through this storyline unless there's some reason why she becomes superwoman in one thing and in the other one she's what she is right like i don't know you know whether they're saying that's your true self over there or or whatever because i maybe this whole whole affair kind of storyline or whatever links links somehow to that, to that. she does um, blend with her other world self maybe some elements of that world does merge with this one and maybe she ends up with powers yeah be yeah exactly because it, yeah it was just it was just a weird weird kind of thing that was going on and then obviously like uh we you know the, the druggie I th- are you thinking now that the kid um when he is you know has got powers mm. the druggy kid is the one from the other universe rather than the one over here so basically here he takes drugs to get powers but over there he actually oh, you mean has from the, the the photos bizarro the where universe. we saw yeah son that could make sense yeah the other son got the powers and they have to team that would make sense that'd be cool and then he has to te- they have to team up to go and yeah. fight against you know what whatever it is kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that would be. But then that would put that kid down even more. Like there's another you in another yeah. universe who's better than you, <laughs> and your brother's better than you as well. Oh, how bad Can't would win. that be for his self esteem, man? Part of me thinks that Lana will end up with powers in some way or another, purely because of the fact that she had a full costume, and you don't just do that for that one little scene because TV budget, you can't really waste. Unless it's they recycled it from one of the, the one of the other ones teens yeah. teen ones that died, mm. you know, most likely that will be uh, popping up again at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they yeah they've got to they've at, at some point they've got to do it. But it's just it's interesting to me like how much they're 
they're covering like the you know the, the what looks to be like you know Ultraman's universe yeah. uh, I just you know I, I that's the thing I don't know enough about Bizarro to be like you know him doing xyz but you know as far as i as far as i knew he doesn't get weakened by the yellow sun in fact it enriches him it's just like he's basically dumb and backwards and you yeah. know, kind of you know so i'll have to research a bit more about that because i'm not i'm i'm not quite sure but it seems to me like there's a an ultraman a doomsday mix and all that kind of stuff kind of going on there together basically so yeah how many episodes in this series i'm not sure i don't I think there's it. many left um, Maybe a couple. It's a, this is number six. There may be two more, right? Maybe maybe yeah, a couple more after this. Um, so so they're going to have to wrap it up, at, you know, in two episodes. Um, which yeah, it, it's interesting. But it looks like him. You know, you were saying at the start. I think you're right. That we've basically. Six left. Oh, we've got six left. Okay. Yeah, you know, you were saying you were saying at the start that the the brother might redeem himself or something like in this episode, they said at the end that they're going to lock up, lock him up with his brother. Like, so they basically arrest Superman, use the red light on him. So he basically becomes depowered in a scene that mirrors the one where Bizarro is basically coming to, you know, to, to go and fight against these people and they end up putting him kind of away pretty much um, and, uh, and arresting him for treason and now he's going to be in a jail with his brother. Mm. So it's going to be some way they're going to get out, whether, whether Bizarro breaks them out or, you know, the kids break them out or something like that. And yeah, he's probably going to redeem himself. Or maybe he goes to the other world. I don't know. Um, that, that would be even, you know, maybe. Yeah. maybe. But, but then he'd be depowered because it's the red sun, right? So, True. you know, what I mean? so whether whether he would, uh, you know, whether he would want the same thing or, or not, I don't, I don't know. I give so. them props in that they've got us guessing. It's not as obvious now mm. where they're gonna go. Certain things can be predictable, but yeah, I don't know where this is gonna end up leading. That's that's a good thing. Do you think it was better that they went down this route rather than the doomsday route? Because that yeah. was what we were obviously all thinking. Um, because yeah. you could put more layers on it, right? Yeah. You know, kind of like rather than just a destructive force just going yeah. and it's a character, right? Yeah, personality, motives, and yeah, now we get to see what those truly are. Yeah, Beyond so just that destroy, <laughs> destroy, which is yeah, which is which is fun, but you know, at the same time, yeah, you need to have some, some motivation there for it, so yeah. But I, I don't think we're going to see Alex in this series, or whether yeah. it is going to be right at the end, I think so. Um, the next thing I've got on here is the Batman review. Should we go? Should we go straight into that, or should we do a couple more things before Stop we go? To you, man. Should we go to that? Let's well, just, let's just talk about the, the satellite stuff around. Actually, no, it connects oh. in with the review. So let's get to the yes. review. Yes. Yeah, so guys, uh, we're going to go through a little non-spoiler first for a, you know a few minutes or so, and then then we're going to go into a spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it yet definitely go see it uh come back listen to the review there and then uh and then yeah we'll we'll go through a few things so um because it is quite difficult to talk about this without talking about yeah, spoilers come on yeah, yeah you definitely need to go and see it so uh first overall off, thoughts first our boy was right the oracle i think the mm-hmm. the biggest clue to say the the main deal that they gave us in their little uh preview of it was to say that it was going to be bookended by the narration mm-hmm. of Bruce and it was indeed so yep 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 so anyone and poo-pooing our authenticity that much in yes. that regards can yeah, stick it 
it's actually it's interesting because like the with the with what the oracle was saying kind of thing it's like you know i i i went with some friends to go and see it and we're kind of like each person is kind of coming with different viewpoints of things when we've seen exactly the same thing which is which is always quite interesting like um i know the the oracle was saying that um that it you know it seems like he's getting beaten up a lot and i kind of was watching it and thinking it doesn't look like that but then one of my friends said like yeah he was he was getting hit quite a few times i was thinking okay i think it's more the case so the fights weren't usually it's depicted that batman just beats everyone's ass Mm. you know pretty handily you know on his own doesn't really take any damage whereas this guy Patterson was beating the crap out of everybody but he was still taking damage you know they were getting hits in and kicks and punches and he was going down to one knee a few times so yeah it was more of a legitimate it was more of a brawl than just a nice slick choreographed fight where he was just you know messing everyone up he was a bit rough around the edges because basically like he you know if he didn't have all the armor he probably would have got battered <laughs> He'd be quite dead. a few times, right? He'd be dead like so many times. So um, the bookhead thing is interesting, right? Because I was listening to the Radio One there, Radio One, Radio Five Live review, which has got the film show on it with Kermode and Mayo, which is Ooh, a massive show. What did he uh, in? And and I emailed them basically straight afterwards. Um, and actually, like a few weeks ago, one of my emails got read out on there. So hopefully they read something like this. But um, but basically, the um, the email that I sent was about the book ending of the monologues, right? Because I'm watching that thinking, wow, they're actually showing all this great cinematography, and he's monologuing it. Right. And he's not talking to anybody else. He's literally like talking about, you know, um, this is how he felt. And he's kind of like the start and the end. And what I'm picturing in my head while I'm while I'm listening to that and looking at that is literally pages off a comic book. Right. Because that's what it is. Like most Batman comic books is him just monologuing half because he's by himself like yeah, the whole yeah, time pretty much. Right. And he doesn't really go and speak to villains i mean he beats the crap out of them or like does detectives to kind of figure out things but he doesn't just go around like you know having long dialogues with people a lot of it is just him monologuing however on the kermode and mayo show like uh mayo was just ripping this monologue right he was like i don't yeah yeah he's like i don't understand why they're doing it it just sounded ridiculous like you know um and and basically like i that's why i had to send the email like look you know when i was watching it it was literally like matt reeves has taken something off the comic book pages and just put it on the screen because that's what batman does right and it kind of is like you know a lot of people they go and they just watch any film like literally they'll just be like the newest film is out let me go and watch it right and I never understand that. It's like, okay, if you if you don't like something, why are you going to watch it or you know nothing about it or whatever, right? Then and then you watch it, and then it's like there are certain things in there, and then you know, somebody can point out to you, actually, you know what, mate, this is exactly what it's like in Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, blah blah, whatever. Um, you know what I mean? It's kind of it's it's interesting because you have to cater to those people there as but well. Even you know? if it is something which he does in the books, which he does, it's still interesting to hear his thought process, which is basically mm-hmm. what it is, what it's there for, just to show where he's at mentally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, the journey well, of what he took in the film. Yeah. And, uh, and 
well that's the thing is like it kind of just tells it it spells it out for you there as well mm. so um this this um film had so so many kind of scenes in it that i was just looking at was just like this just looks so amazing like the way they frame stuff and just like so many things where literally you could just take and be like that's going to be my wallpaper on the back of my you know laptop or, or whatever you know what i mean this is something I, I bring up a lot on the other podcast and that we're getting fewer and fewer films or movies there's a slight difference that legitimately look like films like more and more we're getting these sort of sterile digital looking you know movies in the cinema that just look almost tv like and it's some people say that i can't they don't see it they don't really under they can't mm. see the issue with it but movie like this really kind of highlight the difference between you know just that visual quality texture and the colors and just it looks big mm. epic even if you're watching it on a smaller screen it's still the quality is still it's still there to be seen compared to i don't know whatever else crap's gonna it's, come out this year it's just that kind of grain and you know yeah. stuff, stuff there on it as well you know um one of the things that i kind of when i was watching it i was kind of just thinking a lot of the time this is basically answering like more and more criticisms of uh this batman himself and you know uh, the way that bruce wayne behaves and stuff like that there's so many criticisms and memes and stuff all over the internet about oh he's a billionaire he should do this program and that program and this back to work thing and blah blah and it's like they really do show how shitty gotham is like gotham is garbage like you would yeah. never want to live in that place right and it is so so bad that you could go and do whatever the hell program you want it's not going to change anything will compromise you or find a way it's like it's so terrible like such a terrible place to live it was just like grimy and like horrible and like it's funny because all the all the vices and stuff are the things that still go and you kind of think like why would that be wouldn't it be more like the essential stuff is this thing that is still going but it's interesting like whenever you have like a decayed society you know uh, where people can't get food and all this kind of stuff you still have like all the vices of the things that just go like keep going you know what i mean and it did really well to kind of show like um how um the people who are kind of higher level um can still go on and do all this kind of stuff because they're corrupt as hell whereas the average person is living like an absolute horrendous kind of life man like literally like an animal so let's talk about the performances um we'll come to (laughs) we'll come to pattinson in a moment but let's talk about colin that's the star for me the star of this film is colin Farrell. like i was just what every time he came on screen i was just glued to what it was just amazing even yeah. though you know it's him we still can't see him i'm looking for li- little slips in his accent for the iris to kind of that slip through and recognizable mannerisms from other films and it's like it's just not there and i just love it and just the character's and- just magnetic <laughs> for me just watching him i was like yeah, i love this guy the oracle the oracle said it correct when it's like he's like an uncle basically yeah. like, so it's like yeah. you don't want to hate him even though he's not really a nice he's not really a nice guy but you kind of don't want to hate him have you seen um 
uh, what's it called? That Ridley Scott film, The Gucci, The House of Gucci. Yeah, yeah. Right? You've seen Jared Leto in that, right? Yeah. And it's like, mate, that is not, that's that's like he he's trying to do a transformative performance, right? And it's like, look, mate, you need to go and watch the Batman and watch. He, he dolls it too Colin high. Farrell, right? Yeah. Colin Farrell, and then kind of see the way that it was. Um, also, um, Zoe Kravitz, I thought was awesome. Great as as uh, Catwoman, just like a just like a different slant on it now, and that really I kind different. of. To, we were de- we were debating this on the car ride home. I was like, okay, now who is the definitive Catwoman, man? Because it's like Michelle was like up there kind of thing, and now I'm thinking so it's but like you strip away the nostalgia like, of watching yes. Laffer and you know what is there of that performance. There isn't a whole lot of no. Uh, there's no layers really to it. Like there's a little bit, you know, with her when she's with Bruce, but for the most part, the character is fully baked she just suddenly becomes the fully baked Catwoman of you know a comic yeah. book whereas this one it did feel like even just like with Batman that she's very early into it maybe she, people don't even refer to her as Catwoman at this point because I don't think anyone actually says it no they just call her yeah. Selena and she calls us she calls herself a cat burglar so she's yeah. like the bat and the cat basically right so she I, I like the I like the the mask as well because it yeah. reflects how poor she is and this is just like some bootleg basically thing that she's kind of yeah, made. Grounded. You know what I mean? Um and um yeah, and I and I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Um Paul Dano, what did you think of Paul Dano uh as the as the Riddler? Ooh, not to get no we're not in spoilers, are we? No, 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 not yet. Just kind of, just generally what you kind of thought. Daniel's always good as much as we see him, which isn't a whole lot Mm. for the most part, but Daniel's Daniel, man. If you want someone to be unhinged and slightly quirky and crazy and creepy, Mm. then he's your man. He just kind of has it. And at the same time, sliver of sympathy. Sympathetic Mm. to a degree as well, because he has a certain, he always looks like he's about to cry. It's on the edge of crying all the time. Which, <laughs> on the edge of crying, yeah, yeah. I, when when I was watching it, I, okay, and we'll obviously go uh, wrap this in spoiler territory. I kind of found like he was generally pretty good for the most of it, but then in certain scenes, it was a bit too kind of over the top, and and there were people laughing in certain scenes in the theater, like when he was talking, and that happens really much towards the end of the film. Yeah, I think that last um, scene was too. Which much. is a bit too much, yeah. Um, because there was no there was no context for that kind of performance, basically. Um, so so yeah, um, the only one that I thought was miscast was I thought Falcone, Carmine Falcone was miscast. I think they should have gone. Uh, you know, I like the actor, really, and I've I seen like him in quite him. a lot of things. Same, um, but he's usually a lot more comedic and lighthearted. But I really enjoyed seeing him play the villain. I think yeah. he did it well. I, I I liked him. He worked for me. He I think it. Yeah. I I I don't know. I think I think of somebody with a bit more kind of gravitas, kind of Menace. thing. Yeah, because uh, the the problem with him is that it was kind of like okay, he was friendly, but it was kind of like there's a hint of like I can mess you up, kind of thing. Yeah. But what I what I would have liked more is somebody with a bit more kind of like okay. I'm being friendly, but every single time I'm talking to you, am I talking to you in, in a in a way where it's like I'm gonna 
you know, rip your head off, like mm. if I if I wanted to, kind of thing. And the way I kind of look at that is like somebody like you know Vincent D'Onofrio, who could yeah. can yeah. really has that type of you know type of presence. Um, whereas John Turturro is okay, but I I didn't really kind of think that you know he he has that kind of presence. I think there was a part of me that is a bit hung up on seeing him in like what Kingpin and transformers he keeps us playing these sort of silly goofy type characters and there is a bit of it that you kind of remind you remember those things it's hard to take him seriously as a menace in this or as a threat but i still think he did good he did he did all right he did all right but i wouldn't yeah i mean this is the thing i think we're spoiled at the moment with these kind of characters like you know we got vincent we got stellan skarsgård in uh in dune you know we got we got yeah. people like this who are literally just like you know you don't want to mess with this person because they will literally rip your head off this he was kind of more like okay i'm just doing a business i'm not doing anything you know i'm a i'm a nice guy kind of thing it's like but actually really he's not and it's kind of like okay yeah you know it's i I, maybe that's just my own personal preference i kind of just wanted somebody where when they do their performance it kind of is like you literally look at the whole thing and think, I can't trust this guy throughout yeah. the entire thing. But with him, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, he's maybe all right. I mean, the penguin, I was really like, okay, you know what? He's all right. You know, maybe I could, you know, he, uh, I, I wouldn't mind inviting that geezer for dinner. I think he'd be fine, you know? So, um, so yeah, so those, those obviously the performances, um, cinematography, really good. What about the score? The, the score, I thought, Very was good. really, uh, really good. Because, really. um, so often now in movies across the board you know I hear people talking about how they love the score and I'm like I barely noticed it it just didn't even register in my brain but with this whenever that the main Batman theme I think there's two themes particularly with this as soon as they kicked Mm. in it it, I noticed it instantly and I was like oh chills I like this I like this I'm excited yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it was uh it, it was pretty cool and um and interestingly in this country it's a 15 as opposed to you know pg-13 which is like mm. a 12 basically and uh you know uh here so it you know they obviously did, thought did, that this is did they of... take it down a bit because what there's two 15 there's like a 15a and there's one where younger people can go with parents and one where they can't i, I don't know on mine it just said 15 i know there's a 12a so 12a is the is yeah, the next one now right. which is basically like you know, you can go under 12 if you're if you're an adult or whatever. But it's interesting, like when I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, this is kind of this is not cartoon violence, right? This is like literal, like, you know, battering somebody a lot of the time. Um, and you know, there, it was it was it was a bit too much for you know to to to, to you know to kind of think of and stuff like that. So um should we give our scores first and then we'll, we'll go into the spoiler territory, right? Um, for me, I'm going to say four and a half out of five. There are some things that bug me a little bit, which I can't give five for um, just simply because I just can't because they're, you know, just little things here and there. We'll just talk about more in the, in the, in the spoiler. One thing that bugged me where well, I'm going to give it a four and a half. I can't talk about it until we get to spoilers. Yeah, so both of us giving four and a half. So guys, but you got you got to go see that. If they did this one thing, it would have been a five star for me. Yeah, yeah. So guys, definitely go and see that and uh, come back to this this moment uh, to listen to our spoiler review, which uh, which awesome. We are gonna loved it. 
it's, it's, it's amazing. It is really, really good. It's and I wasn't like, bored once. Nearly three hours, just flew by. Just did not, wasn't bothered at all. And this kind of idea that, okay, it's it's dark and it's you know it's uh it's you know depressing and stuff like that and we shouldn't be having this kind of film nowadays because we want something happy and joyous it's like people don't understand cinema who say yeah they want everything to just be caught like obviously i love my marvel movie that's my team that's my boys and i love the mcu but everything doesn't have to be mcu colorful and it, it works for them, but that, it shouldn't be everything. So to complain, if you've been spoiled just watching MCU stuff, for people to moan about this being too dark, that, that one review, was it you that sent me it? Or was it somewhere else I read it with the woman? That yeah, was yeah, saying, I sent you it. Yeah, yeah saying that there were no it. jokes and no one cracks a smile. And it's like, does every film have to be like that? No, come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I, so I sent you two. So it's one that was from, you know, on our page. Uh, and then, um, and then the other one, yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. D- uh, two out of five. Don't take your kids to it. And it's was like... that because it was a superhero film? If this was a regular film that yes. wasn't superhero characters, would they still be having that complaint? Do people just have? I... Do there still people that just have this stereotype in their head that superheroes are just kid things? That I think so. I think so. And actually. Um, after listening to the Kermode and Mayo show, I'm, I'm plugging like crazy. I don't know why, but basically like I, that I listened to uh, this week, I actually went on YouTube and started watching some, um, some reviews of Godfather 50th anniversary. Right? Yeah. Um, and many, what I did was I chose like the youngest, like people who are watching it and stuff. People yeah. had never seen it before. Right. The majority of people are like, this is too slow. The story takes forever to get going, stuff like that. And it's like, there's a very big difference between nowadays and like, you know, this, this film was out way before when I was born and when Ed was born, yeah. but it was like, it was like, basically like people are now conditioned to, you got to have bang, 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 bang yeah. in a row. And if you want to craft something, oh, it needs to be in a series on TV. Right. It's like, no, you can yeah. still do that in the cinema. You know what I mean? Watch movies from the seventies. They would take their time. They would just hold on to shots on people's faces, even when they're not saying anything. It's like eating. They would hold the shot for what would be nowadays way too long, but it worked because it was about you know establishing a feel, even if that was about making yeah. uneasy or unsettled. They weren't scared to do it. And they've got stuff like Lawrence of Arabia where they literally just show dunes for like, like two, three minutes, you know what I mean? Crazy. Just to show like how vast it is and stuff like that. It's like you did that nowadays. People would be ripping it saying, oh, they're just showing dunes. Indulgence. The <laughs> you know I mean? So, um, so yeah, so uh, we're we getting spoilers. Um, the So we didn't even rate batman in our uh in our non-spoiler review uh so we do we just do that um in this in this like the oracle said uh he spends a lot of time as batman and kind of a lot less time as bruce wayne which is quite interesting when you compare that to the uh to the dark knight and especially the dark knight rises um where he spends a lot of time as bruce wayne um and this is one thing that I really liked because it's like, okay, I like Bruce Wayne. I like the fact he's just like a, you know, a playboy, whatever, just like, you know, it, those bits to me are, are interesting. But for me, it's all about seeing him being Batman. 
And, you know, there are whole comic books where he does not spend any time as Bruce Wayne, apart from sitting in the Batcave talking to Alfred, right? Literally all the other time is him as Batman, right? Even then, Um, he still has a suit, just not the the cow. Yeah, just the cow. Yeah, (laughs) cow is off. So so I just love that aspect of him just being Batman kind of all the time, right? Um, And I thought his performance as Batman was really good. Bruce Wayne, I kind of think, okay, really my thought of him as Bruce Wayne is going to depend on the second film because if yeah. in the second film he does become the Bruce Wayne that we know yeah the image of uh, being the playboy that's irresponsible to a degree yeah yeah if he does become that Bruce Wayne then okay fine then I'll take this one uh, I'll be much happier with this one because it's kind of like he's got PTSD he's never got over anything he's just this emo guy he just goes and beats people up at nighttime and stuff and you know because of that i kind of got to say right fine when the second one comes out if he's a definitive bruce wayne i'll accept this one more with if he's trim. still emo and stuff there got trim there as well with trim, yeah, good trim yeah there's a there's a comic book out right now which is called batman imposter which i don't know whether they're taking the aesthetic from that or whether this comic book was made and Matt Reeves took the aesthetic the other way. Um, but there are bits when literally he is standing there as Bruce Wayne and he looks exactly the same as Pattinson, like literally exactly the same, like the same moppy hair and stuff like that. Um, and it's him in like a year, basically not not finished the year one, basically, right? So it's kind of like a it's it's very, very similar to uh to to that template. Um, so what did you what did you think of the um of the when we had uh Paul Dano, he's basically like a serial killer, right? And his thought process is killing people because there is a so-called lie, right? Um, yeah. which which they really did. I mean, this is a film of its time, right? Because this seemed a lot like he's spending a lot of time on the dark web, right? Like just talking yeah. to other forums, like in yeah. in cells and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and basically like saying, "Oh, there's a lie here. I need to uncover this conspiracy." And blah blah. blah. And um, but basically, he was like, when I was watching it, because I w- I watched it in IMAX, right? And we watched the trailers there before, and the trailers were so loud, like it was like ear splittingly loud, right? And I just said to my mate, "I just hope." that the film is lower volume than this or it's going to be painful to watch but when you see the film you realize why it was at that volume because when he's got the hammer out and he's hitting people like your chair is like vibrating like literally like he's banging people in the head man and stuff um and it was crazy like they didn't show like obviously the full kind of thing of dude's head split open he was definitely disturbing when he had that full-on mask like definitely the comparisons from before everyone kept saying it, you know, it's com- it's Zodiac crossed with Seven. That's the perfect, if you're going to describe for someone, that is the perfect description for what this movie ends up being. And yeah. Yeah, he definitely harkens back to Zodiac when he's got a mask on. I really like that costume. It works. Yeah, it's a, it was a good costume and it was kind of bootleg as well kind yeah. of thing because yeah. he does say to Batman like you know I, I had my mask and stuff and he goes it's not as good as yours <laughs> I was thinking yeah it's absolutely bootleg mate like literally like the most bootleg mask I've ever seen but um, it, they had like saw elements there as well because mm. they were kind of like I, I would actually like to have seen more of that like when he um, when he gets the, the, the mayor 
and um, you know the, the um, oh, sorry, that, not the med, the, uh, the head and thing he's in with that the rat, mouse in the rat trail, trap, yeah, thing. Oh. The, with the, with the rats in it and stuff. I would have liked to see more of that, of like kind of like okay, he's like struggling to get out of this thing, and you know, obviously they couldn't show too much because it's you know fifteen, hey, I guess, or whatever. Maybe that's but, the four-hour version. Damn, I really want to see that version now. <laughs> and I hate that. So I don't want to start a whole other release the Reeves cut, but I really would love to see what that four hour one would look like. Everything that was yeah. cut out of this. It's an hour, man. Hour and what? An hour. That's crazy. Cause like, I mean, like obviously, like he's you know, there's there's bits like in Saw where somebody wakes up and they're like, What is this thing on my head or whatever? I would have liked to see that and him been like, How the hell do I get out of this? And like the rats getting closer and stuff, and like you know, just the, the Riddler uh, taunting him and things like that. I, th- I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the 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 fight scenes that it had with the Batman were especially brutal. I thought, man, uh, it was just like it really showed like how he just hated these people, man. And I like the fact that one of the criticisms that they have of Superman is that oh, why doesn't he save this people? Why does he save those people? But they kind of showed at the start, like this thing where it's like all these people committing crimes. And it's like, who does he choose out of all these people committing these crimes, right? To go and to go and fight against. The one thing that I, I love really... that moment. Well, I love that moment though, when as soon as they all know it's the bat signal. And then they all just start staring at like the shadows, the darkness. They don't, they don't know where, where he is, where he's coming. Any little movement, and they just get scared and run. I love that. That kind of shows that it's not really year one. It's more like year 1.5 or year two because he's got the name and the fear is out there already. Yeah. And then all you hear is the footsteps, basically. Yeah. And it's like, oh, dear, something's <laughs> going to go down, man. So he's not got to the stage where it's like, um, you know, he's having to you know, having to hide like in different places and then jump down and all this mm. kind of stuff. He still is like walking up to people and like doing stuff. I think later on, as you get people know, right, they they got to make countermeasures for the mm. Batman, right? It's it's going to be more and more difficult for him to do stuff like that, basically. So, um, you know, the uh, I love the fact that you just hear his steps and it's like, damn, man, he's just basically coming and like, and like battering these people, man. And this poor kid had his had his initiation like on that, on that yeah. day. And the Batman turns up. It's like, oh no, mate. Like, you know, his initiation into this gang, right? Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, the what what did you think of uh, of the Batman bill? <laughs> I liked it, dude. Like we don't really get a lot of time with it, but that chase and just the fact that it's like this muscle car, so it really kind of just the the rumble, the growl of the engine, man. Yeah, it was cool. It was that, very cool. That was the thing, man. We had uh, basically like uh, it was it was in the IMAX. It was literally there was like a quiet bit, and then suddenly you just hear this rumbling, like literally the yeah. whole theater shaking, and it's and like they, wow. And then again, oh, they man. look over to like the dark side road and you just see like the, the fire from the engine just light it up like it's some beast just waiting to pounce. It's like, yeah, this is cool. It's like literally he's just, he just made a frame with an engine. Like they show this thing there as well. Like literally they show the engine, right? And it's like basically he just bolted an engine <laughs> to this pipe frame and just rudimentarily like put these panels and stuff on it man i watched this video actually where they showed um this uh, these guys they're, they're from a youtube channel called car throttle in the uk and they went to actually go and see um the batmobile right the, the actual one they used 
and it is it's nine foot wide. Wow, right? <laughs> that's wide, wider than a truck. Wide, right? So it's Dang, like it doesn't look that big. Jeez. Yeah, that's the thing, man. So it's like you know, it's it's obviously it's like this guy was like walking past it. It's like super imposing, man. So yeah, I, I love the Batman Builder reveal of it. The car chase I thought was pretty cool there as well because it kind of kind of reminded me a lot of like the whole point of you watching it is like you're kind of looking at it like behind you kind of thing mm. so it's like it's chasing you yeah. so your penguin that, basically basically your penguin and, and penguin obviously is like proper arrogant and stuff man so yeah, i got gets, you i got you <laughs> ah. i was like god this is colin farrell man what's going on so um so yeah, we we also see um, Selena Carl's storyline is pretty much that um, she's working in this club basically, and she's basically working there to get to get money or whatever. But um, the uh, the whole thing is that um, one of her friends kind of you know goes missing, um, and her mission is basically to find out where her friend is, right? Um, and we see it's interesting because she's kind of got these two, two dual kind of lives right of mm. her being um being the cat burglar and also her being selena kyle and i think they're going to elaborate a lot more on that in the catwoman thing it's like where does she get these skills from this i don't even even going to focus on that I, I wouldn't be surprised if it just picks off from where she leaves when she rides mm. off at the end of this to, to you know what she's doing with her bloodhaven like, this really got me excited for the for the penguin show spin-off show yeah. and the catwoman because i just want to spend more time with both of them like they i enjoyed the hell out of zoe like, i never really had too many qualms as soon as i saw her as mm. catwoman but yeah this made me really kind of was very impressed by yeah her. there's something something magnetic Mm. about that so it's kind of like i don't know like i don't don't look and think oh she's conventionally very you know good looking or whatever you know to me but then you're kind of looking and thinking there's something like that is drawing drawing batman in it's like literally like it draws you in as an audience there as well when you're watching it there is something there and obviously they must have seen it in the in the screen test it's like presence that you know yeah, that is, you know, that is kind of there and stuff. And it's like, he's obviously like, you know, he's he's falling for that for that thing there as well. But it's like, you know, um, when she says later on, like when she's going, she's like, oh, you know, let's go off together. Let's go to Bloodhaven. I'm like, yeah, Bloodhaven. <laughs> <laughs> Nightwing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, we're just, um, you know. <laughs> had the books ever had the story of Catwoman being Falcon's daughter before? Was this something that's made for this? No, I don't think so. Maybe the new ones, the Tom King ones. I haven't read those ones, but no, not as not as far as I've seen. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, a lot of this, um, a lot of this kind of borrows from the three comic books. So there's actually a set that you can get right now, which has got a Batman, you know, the Batman sleeve on it, and it's basically got uh, Long Halloween, Year One. And there's something else in there. I can't remember what the other one is. So the year one is the Frank Miller one. Long Halloween, obviously, everybody knows. Um, I can't remember what the third one is. But but yeah, I mean, there's there, there's a lot of kind of long Halloween-ish kind of stuff on here where they're trying to follow a serial killer who's holiday in that. But obviously, there's, there's the Riddler in this uh, and he's leaving certain clues and stuff. Um, that I also like, I also read a review on Rotten Tomatoes saying that 
he doesn't really do any detective work. He just what? takes information from other people. And I'm thinking, did you watch the same movie as me? Because he's the one who figures out all the clues, mate. Exactly. You know, I can't understand how people get this, get these viewpoints. Like that to me is okay. You're entitled to your opinion, but it's actually wrong. It's like completely wrong. So what do they want to like, see him doing? Dusting for fingerprints and waiting for the analysis to come back from the lab on the fingerprints, and then go through the databases to who the fingerprints are. Like the tedious CSI crap. Come on, come on. But he's the one who figures out half the stuff, and then he goes and follows this person and yeah. follows that person, and then you know doesn't <laughs> does whatever and stuff. And I think it's um you know the the whole kind of the whole kind of thing of it um i thought is quite interesting when they saw um the da's um the da's son basically you know um because he's now an orphan because the da gets killed yeah, by the riddler yeah. and he can really kind of link with that kid but i'm just thinking are they gonna put that kid as robin man <laughs> is that kid gonna be robin right everybody's talking about it yeah, like is that man. kid gonna be robin right um it's it's very you know it's it's you know it's very much like especially if they find out is you know his name is tim or jason or richard mm. you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> you know then uh, we'll then yeah it'll be we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens actually so, sorry we ever spoke on what do you think of gordon i thought gordon was pretty cool man the only thing that i would say is um <laughs> if you are a christian evangelist or very much into your christian faith this is probably not the film for you because the amount of times they said jesus like two <laughs> seconds like i was literally just like watching this i was like i said to my mate afterwards I was like, how many times like even like selena said it and Batman said it and Gordon said it and this is like oh Jesus what's going on and then one of the cops said it and I was like wow man it's because they can't swear basically right I guess do you think the police forgave Batman a little too quickly after he basically beat the shit out after he knocked out Gordon remember he was set up and he had to make his escape and they were shooting at him and chasing after him but then wasn't that long after again that he was back right in the I, I think i'll have to see that again because i don't know which ones were the ones who turned up at the thing because you know he says like uh not all of them are like corrupt yeah. or whatever so there's a select group of gordon's mates yeah. and there's another there's another group who are the like other, the corrupt ones the falcon ones who when that other when that other guy turns up who's like the homicide detective or whatever um, he's like quite friendly with somebody else. I can't remember if that guy actually turned up. I know the Latino guy was there, and he would always seem kind of, you know, all right throughout throughout most of the thing. Um, you know, so yeah, I'll, I'll have to see it again to see whether they were all in in, in that. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought that that performance is pretty cool. Um, the the whole Riddler storyline, basically, of him being him basically trying to find out a lie and the lie was that um you know that uh you know bruce wayne's mother is you know the uh, grandfather i guess is amadeus arkham and you know basically like you know yeah, they that. made uh and she was she was kind of insane and they were trying to trying to cover it up and you know uh he basically went to carmine falcone to to you know help him out and put you know the fear of god in this uh, in this reporter or whatever um i kind of I, I don't know man to me that ended up a little bit weak because i kind of thought okay they're like oh there's a conspiracy here there's a big conspiracy right and i thought okay what is the big conspiracy and then the big conspiracy was the fact that they covered up a murder 
because uh, they covered up a murder because he didn't want the mental health of his wife to get out uh, because, you know, he's trying to protect her. Would have undone his good work as well. All the charitable work. Yeah. Um, and then basically they all went and jumped on that regeneration fund or, or whatever that yeah. you know did whatever. So I, I think the main beef that the Riddler had was he ended up getting left in this orphanage, which sounded like the most shittest orphanage I've ever ever heard in my entire it's like life. Like old school Oliver Twist type ones where it's just like yeah, ton of kids yeah. in one room. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, the rats would, like, bite your fingers. And I was thinking, what? What kind of place is that? It's like, is this this, this meant to be, like... Because the thing is, like, I was looking... I was thinking, okay, are they going to... Is this meant to be in the 80s or whatever? But they had, you know, cars from now, basically, right? So it can't be. So if it's cars from now and, say, the Riddler is early 30s, right? So by the time he's in this place was 30 years ago, which is... Which is what nineties. Yeah. So in the nineties, there were orphanages where people were like having their toes and fingers bitten off by rats. In Gotham, I, don't know. I believe it. In Gotham, in Gotham, it would not in Gotham yeah, 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 in Gotham because Gotham is an absolute shithole. Um, so the we we basically end up uh, with the storyline that actually the Riddler killing all these people that wasn't his end game. His end game was basically to get his his incel crew to try, in effect try and reset gotham kind of thing um and sell the right words i don't know anarchist Not to say anarchist, anarchist. Yeah, yeah anarchist you're right yeah more like um uh yeah you're right more like uh, those timothy mcveigh kind of yeah style people right so basically their mission in effect was to put bombs all the way around um uh, all the way around uh, the, the the Gotham Harbor, and then what that would do is that would allow the sea to kind of come into Gotham. Um, that was weird because then they were telling everybody to go into uh, Gotham Square Garden, which is Madison Square Garden, basically. Yeah. So, which is yeah, weird. this Gotham was basically like New York, where it's like Manhattan, say so cuts yeah. off, and it also floods the sea. But it was weird because then I was thinking, okay, towards the end, there's not that many people in there. I was thinking, how many people live in this city? Isn't it millions of people, right? There mm. must have, millions of people must have died. Yeah, because this saw mission. It like flooding in the streets millions. and everyone running. Yeah. So L- literally millions of people must have died <laughs> from this thing, right? Um, and uh, and basically, like, you know, they, they end up with a flood around and it's like there's not really much that, you know, Batman can kind of do. But he comes to the realization that pretty much um, he can't just be somebody who beats people up and puts, you know, the fear of God in them because he ends up meeting this one guy who he met in the church at the funeral of the DA who uh, who was just telling him about, you know, how nobody does anything for them and stuff like that. And when, you know, when they unmask this guy who's part of the Riddler's kind of crew, um, you know, the, he asked him, they ask him who he is and he goes, I am vengeance, which basically means that, okay, he was part of that original gang that he bit the, beat the shit out of and then said, I am vengeance on. Um, and no, then... I didn't get that. I wasn't getting, it could be right, but that wasn't what I was getting from it. I was getting that because from, because also he had the conversation with Batman and the Riddler in, um, the prison or was it Arkham or was it just in prison that he spoke to the Riddler? Uh, to the Riddler, yeah. yeah. Earlier on. 
it just basically established that his he exists because Batman exists. This is for him to just go around being vengeful. He's doing more damage than good because he's inspiring people, and you know, off of inspiring the Riddler, who then inspires this other guy, he shows that this is the effect he's having being this force of vengeance that he's just making these other copycats, but they don't their methods aren't his methods they're you know more destructive mm. but they think that's how he is that's what i was getting from yeah him. yeah i mean the reason why i thought of the other thing is i was thinking basically he just came and just beat the shit out of people um and then obviously like he said the line um but yeah i mean basically then he kind of shows that he's got to be a force for hope at the same time yeah. um and obviously he is there literally in the light you know, at the, yeah, at the end there, guiding you know, them. Um, kind of like, uh, you know, guiding people and stuff like that. So um, that kind of shows that he's, he's also got to be a force for hope for hope for good people. And like, you know, trying to, you know, fear, fear for, uh, for kind of bad people and stuff there as well. Um, and yeah, he, it looks like he's definitely going to kind of change a little bit in the second one. Um, we end up seeing, um, obviously, Selena kind of says, like, you know, come with me. You know, you're just going to keep. Yeah, basically, yeah. they're going to get worse and worse and worse, yeah. these and villains, right? You're going to die. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, she goes, oh, you're already, you know, <laughs> you're already, you know, somebody else's uh, because he's like married to Gotham, basically, yeah. right? So that is, uh, that's the thing. Um, and uh, the, the thing that I really love about this is this really is like the comic book No Man's Land where you've kind of got, um, you know, the, the, the Gotham flooding after the Joker's bombs, right? And then basically you've got Black Mask, um, Two-Face, uh, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, Penguin's Gang. They're all like fighting for the territory, yeah. right? And we see at the end, like Penguin just looking <laughs> out of this flooded place and he's like, right this is mine now i'm gonna i'm gonna take this place over you know anything also happens in the harley quinn show as well in the cartoon where the city <laughs> no, gets cut God. off and they all the gangs carve up the city in their own territories yeah so it's like uh you know the the thing is like you know he's gonna try and take over you know try to take over the place and stuff like that um yeah the, uh, the only thing that kind of that when i was watching it which is the reason why i can't can't quite give it a five um it's just because there are certain things there in it which i think uh you know when you when you watch it back probably you know later on like at home or whatever some of the dialogue i think is gonna it's gonna sound a bit weird because some some of them i was thinking there are certain points when he's standing there and he's saying something which actually you could almost laugh at like you know um i don't know if you remember like back in the day that this thing where i think this matrix reloaded came out which is the, the second one and then they had this thing where they made a thing about it on um on mtv uh it's like the mtv oh, awards or whatever about the uh, with uh, will ferrell the architect yeah with will ferrell yeah and like uh, he, goal, and they took, <laughs> yeah and they took clips of it and he was like just you know just Keanu Reeves yeah. you know in the Matrix and they're doing that and I think they that kind of thing could be done for this where it's kind of like Possibly. it could come off as as funny in certain bits but um you know overall I really liked it um right at the end we see obviously Riddler being you know locked up in Arkham Asylum and then you know some some guy is talking to him basically Rich, we um, and we had it we um, who is that Barry Cohen who is playing yes. A, the Joker. a Joker. 
a Joker, yeah. Which so should have been Joaquin Phoenix. Would have been my five stars if they made it Joaquin. If it was Joaquin, then people would have, you know, people would have been jumping up in the theatre, basically, I think, because it would be like, oh, my God, he's actually there. You know, like... Perfect kicker for the end. Just make it Joaquin. Especially if he's... Well, Reeves came up with some excuses saying, well, we started developing this before their one came out. We didn't know what they were doing. But that movie's been out for, what, two years now? And they could have quite easily, they could have quite easily just done it. Yeah, long enough. They were still filming when that came out. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, and he could have, he could have said something that it was like, oh my God, it's actually like, it's actually him. There's no Uh, real reason. Just, he just didn't want to play with somebody else's toys. That's ba- that's basically what it is, yeah. So and and the thing is with Barry is he's a bit different to Colin Farrell because you know both Irish, but he I, he when it he kind of has like an Irish twang to his American accent. Whenever I hear him, like it's kind of yeah. it's slightly Irish, right? So um, very, very I think he can only do one voice, a <laughs> very punchable face. Yeah. But it looks like in this he's been like scarred big time from. <laughs> From Ace Chemicals, man. You know what I mean? So I think he's been he's been mangled by that. So well, we did says, actually have a thing. Ru was saying that he's not really the Joker yet, and he also says he doesn't know whether he's going to bring him back. That mm. is no, he has actually has no plans at this point for that character. So it could have just been something that was just there for no reason that they may never get back to. Yeah, I think uh, to be honest, I think they should go for poison ivy or something like that, man. Yeah, I, d- any, I think that's a better other. way of doing it. Have you yeah. heard about the the other show that they're doing? Uh, what's that? Reeves while talking about the Joker. Oh, like, Arkham. Arkham. Yeah, the Arkham mm-hmm. show. God, how many spin-offs? Are we? That's four. That makes that on the fourth spin-off show that they've been talking about. That's oh, basically creating your own Batman universe, which yeah. is fine by me. I can now lock off DC and say, "I just <laughs> this is my thing. This works. <laughs> this is my universe." Yeah, we need another. We need another person to present the DC part now because I just, talk about the Batman universe only, man. But yeah, um, should we just quickly just go through this um, this thing here uh, that that somebody said about um, right? Uh, the film is utterly boring for the first hour at least oh. and somebody at DC forgot to employ a lighting director so it'll be darker than their bedroom Come even on. with the light light on the pace is so slow and it has a droning click track in the background which constantly runs at 30 BPM to send most adults to sleep it's another watch one once and never again bat ball flick which will give all the DC fanboys their latest nerdgasm but beyond that really doesn't have anything new to offer <laughs> Uh, stick on Green Lantern, Aquaman or Shazam on your biggest screen and order some pizza and your kids will have a much better time <laughs> Green that sums it up um, there, kids that thinking that it's just the kids thing and yeah it's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous yeah 100% I, d- I don't know I don't really agree with that at all to be honest because um, you know I, it's, I just always kind of find it interesting like if you're you know, you have so many people who say, "Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan." And you say, "Okay, yeah. What's your favorite? What's your favorite comic book?" They, they never answer you. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, how can you be a fan then? If I said to a Harry Potter fan, "What's your favorite book?" They'll probably say it, like literally straight off, like, "Oh, you're a Lord of the Rings fan. What's what's your favorite one out of it? You know, what's your favorite? You know, thingy." They'll they'll know it. But for some reason, in this universe, it's like, oh, you can be a fan, but it's like literally, like, oh, you know, you just. You just watch the thing. So, um, should we t- should we just talk about that um, 
the other question that we got asked on the on the page sure. as well. I can't remember who who said it. Uh, we'll find out your name and I'll mention it on the next one because it's on the Facebook page and I can't get onto the Facebook. Apologies, the moment, but, but you know who you are. Thank you yeah. for the question. Said um, rank your favorite on screen Batman after this after this new film. Batman, I guess. Batman, yeah. Uh, after this new film. Okay. If I'm gonna rate Batman, I'm just rating. Batman Should we do a top five in a suit? I can just go through. There ain't that many of them. We can go through a lot of them because it's not about the films that they were in. It's just about Batman in the suit. At the very bottom of that list, Clooney. <laughs> yes, worst, agree, worst. agree, hundred percent. Yeah. Then sixty-nine Batman because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's worse even than Adam West Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then Kilmer. Mm-hmm. And then. It's difficult. Oh, now it gets tricky. Yeah, because, because uh, yeah, it's between three. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it's going to be controversial for some people. But I'm gonna say Keaton. Mm-hmm. That's my third. Keaton. Keaton. Oh, uh, third from from the uh, just above Kilmer. You're saying basically? Yeah. No, he's above Kilmer. Yeah. Kilmer so he's just so he's just above Kilmer. Okay. Uh, okay, then, interesting. Yeah, and then we're left because it's not you can put aside nostalgia, really break it down of what really was that character. Mm. What did we really get from that character rather than the, the yeah, the giddy feels we get whenever we see him? Mm. Because that's just me going back to being a 10 year old, and you know, that, that doesn't really make mean that he was the best Batman mm. because I feel that Affleck was a I I'm going to put Patterson at number two. Okay, as good as he was as a bat as a Batman, as Batman because Batman. I like my Batman hench. I want him to be <laughs> a bulldozer, and I like. I think, okay, okay. I think Affleck was the as far as suits go. Batman suits for me. That's mm-hmm. the best Batman suit. All of them, all of them, all the ones he got to wear. Yeah, they were the yeah. best ones, and I like the fact that he was just a bulldozer, just steamrolling. Pat, mm. who was the Batman that took? The, the the mantle after Bruce died in the books. Which Robin was it? Oh, it's uh, Dick Grayson. Patterson reminds me of what Dick Grayson yeah, would yeah, have yeah. looked like yeah. if he'd become Batman. He's more slim, more skinnier. He was he was a lot like more svelte. Yeah, yeah more lean. The, That's kind of what yeah, Patterson yeah. reminds me of. And yeah, but Affleck is the bulldozer I want that just beats people into like burger meat. And it's just okay. scary. So you're Affleck number one, are you? So uh, where's where's Bale? The suit. Oh, cross Bell. Bell is Bell is below Keaton because Bale's I don't like Keaton. I don't like. I've never liked. His oh, Batman. you don't like the Batman portrayal? I don't like the. I wasn't a massive fan of the suit, even though I have grown to love it now, especially mm-hmm. the one behind mm-hmm. you. But I don't. The voice always pissed me off, man. As soon as you opened up his mouth and where is she? It's just a joke. Mm. It's just a meme at this point. I just can't. I never liked that. So he goes below Keaton for me. I know controversial come at me. I don't care. It is controversial. Hate I want to see what people say about Hate that. me all you want. I don't care. Got... <laughs> like I say, it's I... not the films. Got... This isn't about the films because Nolan's mm-hmm. ones are you know, obviously still masterpieces and this Reeves one is obviously still a great movie. One day it may yeah. be considered a masterpiece in itself. Obviously better than the, what, what we got with Affleck, but as just Batman, just in the suit, I'd be more mm. scared of seeing Affleck come out of the shadows than I would any oh, of the others. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I got to say I don't know. 
just on that first viewing, I probably got to put Pattinson above it because when I when I saw Batman again in Justice League, I thought, okay, he's he's badass, but he's not like the BVS Batman, which would take your block off basically like just you know um i think in justice league is a lot but, more mellow um but it should but, all just be counted as one melded thing not individual mm. films but you know but i'm but i'm gonna i'm gonna put somebody else in there because i'm gonna be cheeky now because he hasn't said cinema batman he has said on screen batman oh i got to said it i can only count which means voice. which means the goat of all goats voice animated series batman in fact if we're doing that then arkham city batman goes even above that right yeah. but um but yeah yeah we've got uh you know you've got a I'll put those two in because they just say on screen. In fact, I'll actually because I'll message you Batman and I'll say and I will say, did you mean on screen or did just the cinema? Because if it's a cinema, me and yeah, I, I've got. Did he do know, the voices for the Batman. games as well? Or was it just the films? No, the animated ones. Yeah, the 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 games are voiced by different people each time. So yeah, it's, so, uh, so what was your top three then? Origins and stuff. So my okay, let's exclude those. Let's forget about those. So I would say my number one would be Pattinson. My number two would be Affleck, and my number three, I'm gonna say Bale. Mm. And the only reason why I'm saying Bale is because when I saw this flipping suit behind me, right, I was like, I need that in my <laughs> life right, right now. That is the most badass thing I've ever seen in my entire life. What? So it was like, you know. One day we forgot. What did you think of um, <laughs> when uh, in the Batman, when he pulled off the, the bat thing of signal oh. from his chest and actually used it as a... <laughs> to cut to, and, and yeah. to cut something, yeah, which is joke. I found that hilarious, and the reason why I found, the reason why I found it hilarious, right, is because I'll tell you guys a quick crappy story now, right? I basically ordered a um, a batarang knife off um, off AliExpress, and it's basically like a flick knife, right? And the reason being is is that I pretty much have tons of boxes coming to my house like every day for my business and every day I'm cutting these boxes open right and most of the time I use a key or you know something just to rip the rip the stuff off like most people do and then I thought you know what sod it I'm just gonna get a really cool flipping knife yeah so I bought this I bought this Batman flick knife right from from AliExpress and it came to my house and I've been using it and it's perfectly fine right and then one day I'm driving and my wife rings me and I'm like, okay, why is she bringing me at this time? It's a bit odd. I'm not quite sure what's going on. So, um, you know, I, I, I pick it up, but I pick it up literally the last second kind of thing. And, you know, it just goes to goes off. So then I get a voicemail and she's like, you need to ring me back like now because the police are at our house. Right. And I'm like, what the (laughs) hell? Right. I'm like, what the hell? So I ring back and she's like, what have you done? What have you done? I said, what do you mean? What have I done? I haven't done anything, right? She's like, uh, the police were just here. They were asking for you, and basically they're going to ring you up, right? And they said it's nothing really to worry about. Well, we need to speak to him, right? So I'm like, oh shit, what have I done? What have I done? So policeman rings me on my mobile, right? And he goes, uh, he goes on, uh, he goes in no- November the thirteenth of of 2019. Did you order? Did you order a? Um, a flick knife that was you know greater than 15 centimeters long and I was like 
yeah i did because i kind of like cut boxes open all the time they're like this is an illegal item and you never should have bought it wow. and um and if you if you How do have it you can't it? it's about that long about that long not massive but basically like, and they're like uh you can't take it outside you can't have it on your person it's illegal uh you know where we're basically like uh we're concerned about knife crime and stuff and i'm like, mm. I'm like officer i'm a 40 year old man and i'm like <laughs> i was basically like what the hell man i'm like i'm like i'm not gonna stab somebody don't worry about that you know whatever they're like you're not allowed to take it outside the house stuff like that so when he takes this thing off <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah this is like me. this is like that bloody knife that i bought from bloody aliexpress so being a sword um, collector must be a pain in the ass nowadays then you can buy swords but they have to be blunt mm. so that knife is sharp right it's literally yeah. sharp because it's designed to cut things but you can get swords but you can't uh they can't be sharp and if you if if you sharpen them, it's against the law, right? So you can't actually buy a sword that's not sharp and then sharpen it afterwards. Like it's uh, hard because... to do that. <laughs> it takes you about yeah. two hours and that thing's perfect. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so that's the that's the thing. But I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Um just just overall, man, just love this film. Couldn't can't wait to see it again, to be honest. Um, same, same. Really wanna really wanna go and, and see I it again. Stand like... by my Batman list. Come at me if you disagree. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and if you guys disagree with mine as well, I don't know because I've got a, I've got to give the edge to Pattinson at the moment. Until I see it again, maybe I might I might change my mind, but that's the thing, man. Probably I'm gonna get a lot of hate from you know from from people <laughs> for not voting back, you know, uh, Affleck up there when the Marvel guy had. So guys, let's let's flip over from um, from uh, from DC now and let's talk about some stuff that is coming to um, Hulu, which. Uh, this kind of stuff used to come to FX and things like that, but we've now got a an alien film coming from the Don't Breathe director. Um, now I can't, I don't know if Don't Breathe Two was directed by a different person who did who did Don't Breathe One, but yeah, um, a new alien film set in that universe basically right so it's not going to be in like the the prometheus universe or whatever where it's you know ai and that kind of thing it is literally an alien alien film um but it's coming to hulu which means it's a disney plus tv film right kind of thing disney plus thing so this is separate from the alien show that they're making as well yeah well i don't know it might be in the same universe or whatever but it is a film it's a film made separately so um do you, yeah is that something that you i've been it. hankering for i haven't but i'm always going to give you know alien a go i enjoy the alien movies the original the first two obviously the greatest mm. of the lot but it's still fun to be had and i i like to, i want to believe maybe i'm naive and say even like prometheus it's not good like it, it has so many problems but there is a certain aesthetic appreciation i have for that mm. but the like I said, I could be naive, but I just want to believe that they've learned their lesson from the failed last couple that they've made and feel mm. like, okay, how do we go back to the essence and make these good again? You know? Well, Ridley is is producing basically this one, so he's um, so he's producing it rather than directing it, uh, which I don't know, maybe could be a good, maybe could be a good thing, but I kind of find like I, I don't know. I think I think Predator and Alien need to. And need to be left for a while because kind of I, it's you know predator we're going to see another one 
coming, you know, there's a new predator coming soon predator there as well, where they're trying to hopeless man. They just can't do that one right. They just keep screwing that up. So yeah. Alien, what's the last that... one? Covenant. That's a good yeah. Well, no? Covenant was okay. I mean, the the only problem is is that they don't seem to have a route where they want to go. Yeah. So it's kind of like okay, we want to do AI stuff now. We don't want to go down the route of. Of, uh, of Alien and Ridley Scott says that was actually the route he intended in the first place uh, you know for them to go down that kind of thing so um, I, I, I'm, I'm wondering whether they're going to do that AI thing or whether they're going to do that because at the end of the day everybody wants to see the aliens right they yeah. want to see the aliens just wrecking wrecking stuff you know what I mean um, so yeah it was and the fact they're just intelligent and stuff like that there. I, I don't really care about their backstory. I just like the fact that they just go and just annihilate people. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's two, two groups of people in this world, right? There's alien people and aliens people. Right. Um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm aliens people of person. Right. So, um, oh, my. even though I do love alien, but yeah, the aliens was just, so much fun, man! It was just too much fun not to love it. The, the space marines and the multiple aliens just crawling through the ceiling, coming out. Just come on, man! It's too cool. Yeah, and and, and, Sue, and Rid- away from her, you bitch! <laughs> yeah, the, the queen, that massive queen. The first time you see her, damn. As a classic, as a classic, and the, the thing is, Ridley doesn't like that. He really doesn't like aliens, so he's kind of like, yeah, he's trying to cal- go from his first one just continuously. The same way with Blade Runner, right? Where it's like, you know, forget anything. <laughs> this is my, this is my thing where I'm going from, and and that is it. You know, I he just bet he hates that there's his... so many people that prefer aliens over his one. I think that's probably why he just wants to ignore it. Yeah, because his thing was like a horror. And then it became into action, action horror kind of thing, uh, which then took over the whole, you know, the the whole genre kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would I would like to see that, but I need to see what route they're going from, and just say, look, yeah. this is the route you're going from, and just and just cover that. It needs to be creepy and scary and all the, all that kind of stuff, man. Those, those kind of things, I would love to play an alien game on Oculus or something like that, man. So I think it'd just be amazing. Dude, what was the horror one that came out a few years ago? Was it Resident Evil or was, that, or was no, it no, uh, it was Silent a, Hill? No, no, it was Silent Hill. No, no, it was an Alien game. Oh, not, it wasn't VR, okay. but there's a you can adapt it to play on VR if you play on PC. But that game was very good. I forget what it was called. I'm blanking. People screaming at their phones right now. But yeah, if they adapted that one to be like in VR for everyone could to, could play it, that's heart attack material amazing. right there. That's, be amazing <laughs> yeah you would probably would kill somebody yeah. you know what i mean like I, I went to my friend's house and i was playing walk the plank on his oculus right and i've got a massive i'm so scared of heights right and i just could not get out on this plank and he's like oh yeah be careful because i put it on the setting where you're just gonna drop to the ground or and i'm like you actually kill me right <laughs> i would actually like you know i'll probably actually die like going on this thing man so um let's keep with let's keep with uh uh with disney there for the moment disney plus are releasing a new isolation serve. sorry i had to say it. Isolation. isolation yeah okay okay Got, i'll have to check that out now and see what see what that's like what's some what's some playthroughs on the uh <laughs> on youtube it's um, slow to start with but that's the part of the charm because when they turn up you're being hunted by the aliens this is insane anyway yeah it should be on. crazy uh, Disney Plus are releasing a new service, which is apparently going to be cheaper than Disney, uh, the Disney Plus at the moment, but it's going to have adverts going through it. 
Um, similar to when you have a lot of channels, like we have Channel Five, Channel Four over here, and you can watch whatever, but they have you know they have adverts all over it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and they, they haven't given a price point yet, but they're saying it's going to be most likely half the price of Disney Plus, but just with adverts just all over it, man. So I, I don't know. Is I don't that a mind good it. thing? Or is it... I don't mind it. As long as the main, you know, ad free doesn't go up anymore, then I'm fine with that. Because I was watching, um, I've been kind of hunting around IMDb TV, and that has ads in it because it's just a free thing. But mm. they've got a lot of interesting little gems on there. So, and I don't, I actually don't mind it for some reason. They're not long. They're not long ads. They're not too crazy amount. So, so yeah, it's fine. It's like when you used to watch a film on the TV and then yeah. like Channel 10, ch- News at 10 would come like halfway yeah, through well, it. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you, you know, that's a good, so if you're used to that, then you're obviously going to be used to like, you know, the adverts and stuff like that there, basically. So, yeah, I mean, that could be an interesting model. It's going to bring them to way more people, man, because exactly. it's going to be like, because there's so much stuff. Like we did a, we did a poll on the film forum, you know, of what things are worth signing up to. And um, there's some stuff that I haven't even heard of, like Hey You and, yeah. and Shudder. Yeah, and stuff, the horror one. Some yeah. people like, you know. I've considered Shudder a few times, so I do love more horror films, but not jumped in. So there's people like signed up to all of those. And I'm like, you must be spending a hundred quid a oh, month. Must be TV. insane. Yeah, because there's all that friggin' history documentary ones. And you know, oh, there's so many. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, like stars and all, all these kind of things, man. So yeah, so that so that's the thing. So um, so yeah, could be an interesting thing. Uh, let's stick with stick with Marvel there again. Still, uh, Craven the Hunter, which I thought was dying, kind of thing. They've pretty much talked. The whole cast list has almost been released, right? So they've got um, they've obviously got um. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. They've, uh, you know, they've got uh, one of the <laughs> one of the actors who they showed there today, who's going to be the main villain. I apparently he's been in loads of other things, but I only remember him as Caster Troy's idiot brother from Face Off, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, that dude. Uh, <laughs> you know his brother. Yeah. He's a bit like yeah. he knows the code, but he's a bit kind of you know simple. Um, him, uh, yeah, that's what I remember. Is I think it's Navola. Alessandro something, Alessandro Nivola or something like that. His name is. Um, it's also got Russell Crowe in it as well, right? <laughs> in uh, in so Craven, random. Craven the Hunter. So hey, yes, yeah, it's, it's a random, random, random mission, man. So yeah, I don't know what is what is going on there. Um, wasn't there meant to be also just 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 briefly? Uh, wasn't didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger said that there was some film coming out in February or something? And it was like Zeus and... No, it was, turned uh, out, I think that was, was just like was a that? Super Bowl advert. A Super Bowl Super advert. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So anyway... Um, thank God. So, thank goodness for that, yeah. So um, so Craven um, could be interesting. No, it won't. Is Aaron Taylor Johnson suck. the guy? Is, no. is he the guy no. who you want to play Craven? No! no. <laughs> End it. Cancel this. Can they just this. deep fake? Can they just deep fake him off some dude who's like six foot nine or something, <sighs> and just like just massive, like be a bear? <laughs> I don't want this movie. I don't, why? Craven is not a hero to be to have his own. That's Sony. God, do you know what? Everything. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know? You hit the nail on the head with that because 
that Alessandro Nivola guy has been cast as the villain yeah. in Craven the Hunter. Exactly. Yeah. So that means Craven the Hunter is the protagonist, right? That's what it is. It's like, nah, this. mate. He this. is not the protagonist, man. He is the bloody evil he, guy he, there. You know what I mean? Just about so, got away with it with Venom, which, you know, still annoys me that we're not going to get a proper villain Venom. Venom, yeah. And are you doing it with him now? End it, end it, end they it. Shouldn't, they burn shouldn't, it they shouldn't. Well, a burn it with fire. Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair Anyone enough. listening, you um, live close to Sony Studios, you know what to do. Just, oh my God. <laughs> okay, guys, quick disclaimer on that one. Yeah. Let's make a disclaimer on that right now. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, uh, interesting. I, I, to be honest, yeah, I have, I have no, no kind of want for Craven the Hunter and this weird universe where they're creating where Morbius is a good guy and Craven the Hunter's a good guy and you know they're all not so bad. They hinted at that a bit in 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 um what's it called? Uh, no way home, right? Or far, No Way Home is the last one, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah they, they hinted at that where it's like they're not actually bad. They're kind of all right, you know, they kind of, and and I'm thinking okay it works in that film but if that is the route that they're going down it's like, oh, dude, no! Like, literally, all the bad guys are good guys, man. So, yeah, it could be, it could be a bit odd, but it couldn't be, it couldn't be worse than the Firefly costume. Oh my in, god! When you show me that girl, photo, which I said, there have been better costumes on any of the CW shows I've seen from villains. Like that was so bad, so um, bad. So bad. Now, do you think that Brendan Brendan Fraser is miscast as as as, as Firefly? Um, um, yeah, because I do big time, yes. and the reason why I'm saying that is basically because, okay, Brendan Fraser is a lovely guy, but he is a big dude, right? And Firefly is meant to be flying around in the air, like you know, basically attacking people with his, you know with his flamethrower and stuff like that and he's meant to be sprightly and agile and you know stuff like that and it's like it looks like he's just going to be this big brute who goes around with a flamethrower like on the ground kind of thing um <sighs> you know which is just going to be not firefly it's just going to be some you know randomer kind of thing so i don't know um it looks terrible i, yeah. I can't it whose idea this was to cast him who who designed that costume like it's it's just uh it's a travesty i don't know what the hell to think yeah yeah well that that's the thing it's it's a very it's going to be an odd film i'd love to see what they're going to do on a trailer because i'm i'm not i'm not massively hopeful there for it um although i kind of like i like those directors because i kind of think you know they've they've been given a chance and they should keep going and doing what they're doing but i think i think this is like this is like suicide <laughs> I mean, like these are bad boys guys yeah yeah, yeah. I don't it's like this understand this part of hollywood where these no-name people can just come up and have these massive properties just handed to them i just don't understand how that works and why isn't it's... why can't we get in that position yeah why can't we what do get we have to position? do that's exactly what it is. Yeah. We, we, we want to know the secret. That's the main thing. Right. So um, the final thing uh, of, of today is the massive news that Keanu Reeves has been cast as Batman. Right. Yeah, what's this about? Um, so um, 
you know, I told you that I watched uh, the Super Pets trailer, right? Yeah. So Super Pets trailer uh, basically has Batman in it. It's like a Batman trailer, right? And um, Keanu Reeves is Batman in Super Pets, right? How so does he... that work? How does that sound? <laughs> so... Well, they don't really show it in the trailer, but they're oh. like basically like saying, "Yeah, he is Batman," because he's just sitting there around while the super pets are talking, kind of. Thing. <laughs> and then, it, and then there was a new, you know news thing that came out afterwards saying, you know, Keanu Reeves is going to be playing uh, playing the Batman in this thing, which is uh, it's kind of like you know when um, uh, Nicolas Cage plays played Superman in in Teen Titans Go. I think it's something like that. Just kind of just, you know, just just get in there and do it, I guess. So I don't know, man. It's an easy, it's an easy mill probably for him. Just doing that, you know what I mean? A quick, quick, easy mill. Just turn up, say a few lines, you know what I mean? Do whatever. You know, Dwayne Johnson is is doing all the all the all the legwork, you know what I mean? So that is yeah, so that's that is it, man. And also your your boy Dwayne uh left a post there today as well, man, on uh you know congratulating Matt Reeves on, on <laughs> congratulations to Matt Reeves on your on your success and in the Batman. And you know, oh it's great for us, it's great for us as a um, you know as a as a community and and for our uh, our partners at at Warner Brothers and DC. He says partners at Warner Brothers and DC. It's like, bro, they're your bosses, mate. Yeah. They're actually the ones who sign the checks. And they're not your partners, yeah? They are literally your bosses. That's right? how it works, though, isn't it? Muscles his way in there to be like a co-producer and then he can, you know, and then, and then that is the thing. point of the spear and everything, yeah. And you know and you know the reason, the, the main reason why he's, he's saying that. Uh, do, do you know what? Honestly, I, I would... I, I don't know, man. I every time he puts up something like that, I have this thing in my head that he's basically there going, <laughs> going, yeah, yeah. Uh, really yeah. have I, I love the fact that you yeah. are, yes. you know, <laughs> doesn't mean it's never sincere. He has a committee of people telling him every letter he needs to type out. <laughs> yeah and he's gritting his teeth like you know in anger at the uh at, you know at, at the fact that they've done so well now the thing is if, if what will happen right to to dwayne johnson's mind if he doesn't make a billion plus movie in uh in black adam oh that's say in some bizarre universe where he actually has a better opening than what batman had he'll be like black adam bigger than batman like all of that goodwill all of that nice nice it's easy kind of uh typed out there be right out the window like he did with uh the avengers thing when he talked about his bullshit youtube uh netflix show movie. if if um yeah i really hope black adam doesn't make more money than the batman because if it does it won't it won't It'll i'm make really money. hoping it doesn't it won't be a flop i'm gonna go as far as that where people enough people will be impressed by some nice effects in the trailer but it ain't gonna do them sort of numbers. No way. No way. I'll put, my, put I'll eat my own hair, a handful of my own eat hair. Right. I'll throw it out <laughs> purposely and then cut it out and collect it. Eat it if he does. Do you think he's going up and, he, and he's going up to Xi, Jing, Xi, Xi Jinping right now and saying, look, bruv, yeah, just release <laughs> this in every single cinema in China and play it 10 million times. Ah, and, uh, and, and basically then, uh, you know. He'll go uh, to Cena, get Cena to write out phonetically uh, some sort of Chinese phrase or something that he could like tweet out. Or Weibo, yeah, or whatever the equivalent is. Oh, that's that's the final thing that we. Uh, I I forgot this actually. You heard about Cena's latest faux pas, right? Oh, what's he done now? 
What's he done? Now? Oh my god! And he's had to apologize about it again, man. I feel sorry for these guys. Like, dude, please let somebody check your tweets before you're saying them, right? So Russia invades Ukraine, yeah, right? Oh. And he puts oh, hashtag Ukraine. It looks like the world could use a peacemaker. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> oh, that was uh, not well thought out. See, so, you know, come on, man. I thought you were smarter than that. Yeah, so he had to apologize about it, delete it, everything. He even put hashtag peacemaker on it as well. It's like, bruv, seriously, man, let somebody check for you before you do this stuff, it's, man. It's they don't like, realize how big a deal some of these global events are when you kind of live in a little Hollywood bubble. They don't realize that these are important things where people are dying. Oh, it was it, it was just it just incredible, just absolutely incredible. Um, and on that note, <laughs> on that note, uh, we will we will we will we'll conclude, man. So, guys, um, if you um if you have any new messages there for us, I'm really uh, do you know what? you probably don't send send as many because it's like even when you do send one, I'm like, oh yeah, that this dude sent a <laughs> message or whatever. Don't read people's names. I need to be better at like reading people's names. I will, I will to, do that. Yeah, that's why we need to do it right at the beginning as well. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will do that and and read the people's names out who are doing it. We are very grateful to everybody saying that. I think that that Batman question was awesome. Yeah, tell um, us your so, list. I want to know what people think. You know, if you don't agree with us and what our top Batmans are in the suit, let us know. What are yours? Yeah, so we'll put we'll put a poll up and then yeah, see what you guys say. So um, you can uh, email us on dcvsmarvelpod at gmail.com. You can also go to the Facebook page, which is DCVS Marvel Podcast, where we put all this stuff up there. Um, and I'm also starting to share the, uh, the videos from the Voltron Network uh, on YouTube, which are video versions there, office if you do want to see us, and, and as well as the audio uh, stuff there as well. If you want to catch Ed's talking about more stuff. And um, I did reply to somebody there today who I can't remember the name off there as well. <laughs> Um, who said, are you guys going to review Picard? Because, you know, it's, there's uh, there's comic book versions of Star Trek. Um, I answer that there now and say no, because that is uh, Mo's forte, right? So Mo Always can the tricky guy. go and do the Trekkie stuff. And if you want to do listen hey, to that, talk, go to... We will be talking about it on uh, Talking Out of Movies, so go check that out. But, you know, if you want to, if you're watching it and you want to talk about it too, I don't mind. Yeah I, yeah, I just, um, I haven't seen the whole thing anyway, so, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. But it seems very trekky from what I've, right. what I've seen so far, the first 15 minutes of it. So, um, so yeah, guys, check that out uh, on Ed's other show there as well. Talking at the movies, go check it out, all podcasting platforms. And, and, and all of that stuff is on the Voltron Network uh, YouTube channel there as well. Uh, so until then, guys, go and watch the Batman 10 million times and uh, we'll, we'll see you again next time. Not too many times. It's not Spider-Man to stay off top. Not too many times. <laughs> is that still out in the cinema? It probably <laughs> is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And whatever you do, don't trip and fall into Morbius's, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> theater, yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> on, your, on your way to seeing one of those other two. Uh, so until then, guys, we'll see you again next time. Yeah.